You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von Vieren. With over a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my Dark Court Sisters book series, available in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. Three sisters, three destinies, three ways to destroy the world. Go to renaldemythmaker.com forward slash Dark Court Sisters series for more. You can now support my time in producing the podcast, researching, writing and everything else involved by buying me a coffee. This can be a once-off thing or you can buy me coffee again in the future at your discretion. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash renal to support me. We're continuing our exploration of the Dark Fae. Today's fairy, we're Hyena. Folklore in a nutshell by Renal. Were-hyenas are not the same as werewolves. They aren't men who turn into animals, but rather animals that turn into men. It's okay to shiver right now. The belief in were-hyenas is rampant in Africa and parts of Eurasia. In some parts of Africa, it is believed that entire villages are populated by wehainas, people who change themselves into hyenas, such as Kabuletua. In other places on the continent, only blacksmiths are suspected of having the power of turning themselves into hyenas, and it is believed that they rob graves, probably to eat fresh corpses. Another version of the law has it that a cannibalistic hyena terrorizes lovers at midnight and can be recognized in its human form by being extremely hairy and having a nasal voice. Of course, there is also a cult that, excuse the air quotes, become hyenas through roleplay, masks and other means while entertaining their group, supposedly to evoke fear and to help them avoid the hyena's habits in their real lives. In Persia and Greece, the were-hyena is more vampiric in nature. It attacks at night, slaughters children, and haunts battlefields, drinking the blood of dying soldiers. And in Arabia, it is known that the were-hyena can mesmerize victims with its eyes and even with its pheromones. Legend has it that the were-hyena can take three forms, human, hyena, and a hybrid of the two. They can turn into any of the three forms at will. Just like real hyenas, the were-hyena can act alone or work in packs. The were-hyena has the gift to call a person's name in a voice they know, luring people away from their friends and family in order to devour them. And now for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, were-hyenas. Two kinds. The first kind is hyenas that can turn into men. They have vampiric tendencies. 
They can mimic any voice. They are physically more powerful than any creature. They can mesmerize people to do their bidding. In their human guise, they are quite hairy, having glowing eyes, and they grin all the time. The second kind is a curse that turn men into hyenas that can walk like men, fight like hyenas, and are as bloodthirsty as vampires. They are immune to the magic of most fae. Mortal enemies? Type 1. Druids and nature fae. Type 2. Only the Sangoma that cursed them can kill them and return them to their uncursed state. A Sangoma in southern Africa is a traditional healer or diviner. As a little bonus, let's look at where hyena translated to Afrikaans. Vier hyena. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.